Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies. So today we have a very special guest joining us. We're chatting with Elizabeth Avrianova, which she's going to pronounce that name later because I'm Americanizing it. But we're super excited. She's the founder of Studio Classica. Um, She helps female entrepreneurs, coaches, and service providers with scaling their business to attract their dream clients, elevate their online presence, book out their offers, all the fun things that I'm excited to learn how to do. I'm using an impactful Kajabi website, converting sales pages, right? Like all these things that we need to do to run successful businesses, but maybe we don't know how to do. Elizabeth knows how to do it and helps women do that. So We're going to be chatting all about how to do that. That can help grow your business and help convert sales, right? It's what we need to do as businesses. So we're super excited to chat about all this fun stuff. So Elizabeth, thanks so much for joining us and spending time with us today. Yes. Thank you so much, Erin and Rachel. I'm excited to chat. Do you want to try and like correct my pronunciation? I say Avrianova. But that's yeah. Not. Yes, it's a tricky word. Um, it's my <laughs> husband's last name, Elizabeth Avrianova. Yep, you say it way better. It sounds way cooler when you say it. And tell her, tell our listeners where where you're calling in from. Yeah, so I'm yeah, so Elizabeth, I'm calling in from Europe, a small, tiny country called Latvia, northern part near Sweden, and I've been here nine years plus, over nine oh. years, and it is my it's the reason I'm here is it's my husband's country. Um, he's from here. And we, you know, I'm originally from the U.S., from Indiana, and then I met him and we moved here, you know, a long time ago now. Right. Now that's home, huh? Yeah. Second home. Second home. That's awesome. So how long, so Studio Classica, how long have you had this business? Yeah, it it has evolved since it's really, it is integrated to my story of coming to Latvia because it's really how how it all started, Um, was my husband's also a designer and an architect. And my background is also design and architecture. And that was the start of our business was coming here and kind of not having not having a job, but being really limited market for our, our industry of being in architecture. And we started our own business. We just started freelancing online with our design services. It, that was nine years ago as well. So it evolved since then into yeah. what it is now. So Studio Classica is the latest iteration of this um, design business. That's awesome. And that was, that's actually what I was going to ask is like, how did this all, you know, you have this amazing, amazing business and you're able to service women or is women your primary niche? Yes, yes, yeah. That is a, like 99% of our of our clientele with the design and branding studio. Right. And so that's, that. it's amazing to know that you can take that and just work anywhere in the world and, you know, coming to a whole new country and just feeling limited is like, okay, how do I begin? What do I, what can I do? This isn't really that kind of a market. And just knowing where you are and just kind of giving that opportunity to create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'd love to hear like, you know, for all of our guests, we love talking about, okay, where you're at now, but let's get down to like how you got there. And I just want want to hear it in your own words. Like, how this all came about and really where this passion ignited for you to say, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to help others do the same. Mm-hmm. That's such a great question. And it's it, the biggest thing I've learned is that it takes persistence. You feel like you're not doing the right thing or it's not going to work, but you just stay with it. Like, you know, nine years later, here we are. It's still 
it, we're still going like, and I'm still passionate about it. So in the beginning, it was, it was like, how do we, I mean, it was really a search process. And at the beginning, it was nothing like what it is now. And I think that's true with every entrepreneur, you evolve, your business evolves and you figure out what you really love to do. So in the beginning, we really were like the jack of all trades or like generalists. And, and we got a lot of experience. We got a lot of clients, um, but some things were really great and some things were very frustrating and not the right direction, not the kind of people we wanted to work with. And I know I feel like everyone goes through that process, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting you say that because I'm curious what your opinion is because everyone says, you know, in business, you got to like niche down, right? Like if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. But I feel like, do you think sometimes people do that too quickly? Because like you just said, you had to go mm-hmm. through that like, experience and working with all these people that finally figure out what what you wanted to specialize in. Oh my gosh, it could go both ways, really. I feel like we were so young at the time and young and almost inexperienced that it was worth it to be a generalist and to get lots of different kinds of experience. It was all still design related, but just so very different types of projects. So I think there's value to it. About like, do people niche down too soon? I think so, but the thing is to to be really conscious if you're doing that, give you and to dedicate like some period of time. Okay, I'm going to niche, niche down, and this is what I'm focusing on. But you know, in in three months or six months, like set your deadline, and if it's not working, pivot. Right, that's the word of 2020. So <laughs> ongoing word going forward is this is our new reality, and everything online now is about you know refining it. So I love what you you had said, you know, like you started out general because I think when anyone starts out, you you have a clear idea of what you want, but the more you keep plugging away and working at it, you're chipping away. You're, you're you know, think of it as like the sculpture, you're chipping. Every time you chip at that stone, you gain more clarity. It gets a bit, you know, a bigger perspective of what your outcome is. And as you're chipping, that is the micro niching down into who your, you know, ideal specific audience, target market, whatever that is. So I think even with Aaron's question, I think it's it kind of, you know, to, uh, to echo what you had said, Elizabeth, I believe that you do have to start a little bit more general because as you grow and evolve into this business, you're going to funnel into your purpose and like everything that you want is just going to get more refined and clearer the more you work at it. Is, is that, would you agree on, on that behalf? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it takes time to know who you, what you like doing, what you don't like doing, and who you like working with, and who you definitely don't. And now I'm at a place where I can be. I'm very clear on who is not the right fit to work with us. Yeah, and I, it's so important too. You know, just really recognizing that. And I think uh, you know, if you're just starting out and you're in that general category, although you know you're niche down, you know what you want, you know, but you're not like super hyper micro niche down where you can then pick and choose who you decide to work with. But having that general overview is like, okay, cool. This is where I'm going to start. And you learn more about what you don't want and who you don't want to work with and your non-negotiables. And I love that you just, you're you're doing exactly that. You're like, I turn people away because it's not who I choose to work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us more about the business, like how it just got started. I mean, you, you had, uh, you know, with the architecture and design and then where did this epiphany and you're like, this is it. We're going to go online. We're going to work on uh, what I, I love Kajabi and you're speaking my language as well, but how did you decide on Kajabi and really where 
and how to start this business and where it's come and, you know, the fruition of where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I will evolve the, like give the short answer for this question. <laughs> but um, right now we're at a place where the architecture side of the business is, is almost a separate side and the branding and web design specifically with Kajabi is, is another side of it now. And the architecture started nine years ago, but during that time I was doing website projects or I was learning myself like different things about web design and, and graphic design and tying it in with those clients. And, but I never really thought of it like, oh, I could do this at a much larger scale and a much bigger impact. And what when it happened, like the light bulb moment, you could say, was like two years ago, almost exactly two years ago, when I when I was I was I was frustrated. I was frustrated. I was burnout. I was in that moment where I'm kind of burnout from that the that side of the business, the architecture stuff. And you know, I still love it. And at the time, but it was it was like I was at a you know a point where I was like I need a change. So I create I created this change. I got interested in like online coaching. And signed up for a coaching program to learn about building a business, a coaching business online. And that was a pivotal moment because I learned so much in like this 90-day program than I did, you could even say in seven years of running online business, which is crazy. But that, that is really the transformation that's possible in those kind of containers. And since then, I have been really passionate about helping this, helping other specifically female online business owners and online coaches. And what I discovered quickly was that Kajabi was a really great tool to help build those online businesses. And so I combined kind of this coaching knowledge I just had learned through this program, combined my design skills, and that's how I decided to serve this specific audience and really to focus on that Kajabi niche. Yes. And I love that because it's like combining the two and like, you know, going back to the general you know, statement, you didn't know what you didn't know. And as you continued working towards whatever you're passionate about and what, you know, excited you and then realizing, okay, I'm hitting a brick wall. This is, it's not so fulfilling, but yet what else is fulfilling in me? Okay. I love the design aspect of it. What can I do? And even here being in a new country, how can I combine those two and create something that I'm super passionate about, but not even just from a self perspective, how can I then help others do the same? And I know we mentioned the word Kajabi quite a few times, but for somebody listening, that might sound like, you know, crazy word. You're like, what is a Kajabi? What is it? So can you, can you just explain what exactly Kajabi is? And I know that for those who are listening, we'll link that in the show notes as well. But me personally, hands down, I love Kajabi. So let's hear how Elizabeth would explain that. Yeah. So, so Kajabi is a great online tool. So when you're building an online business, there's lots of different tools. What happens is very quickly, you start to use like four or five or six different tools to run different parts of your business. For example, invoicing clients, scheduling calls with clients, creating a course or membership, uh, creating your website, creating your sales pages and landing pages. So what happens oftentimes in the beginning is people start to find all these random tools online and they're great tools, but there's just, there's so many. And what Kajabi does, it's a solution that it, it becomes an all-in-one platform where it, it really is effective way to streamline your online business of all those little things I just described, which are important, different parts of running an online business and building, but it brings it all into one platform in Kajabi. So it really simplifies your life. 
Right. And if you know any of us here, we're all about simplicity. Just keep it simple. Anything that's overcomplicated, I think for many of us, we're just human design. It just becomes overwhelming. And for when things get really hard and complex and overwhelming, we kind of just pull back and we really can't pour into our business uh, when we're spread so thin. And, And like you said, you know, six plus different tools seems like a whole lot of billing. It seems like a whole lot of logging in and passwords and craziness. And just, this is why I, I was convinced that Kajabi was, uh, I'm like, just give me one place. <laughs> so yes, yeah. And it's yes. great for email marketing as well as uh, all mm-hmm. those things. So, you know, tell us more about like what it would be like to, to work with you with, you know, say I'm a, a, you know, do you work primarily with coaches or designers or, you know, say I'm just starting up and what would you recommend or how would I go about working with you? Yeah, well, working with us, we I mean, we work with online online female business owners, but especially coaches, mentors, industry like thought leaders, and people who are really passionate about impacting other like impacting the world or their audience with with knowledge based type business. So, so that's our, really our focus here. And Kajabi is a great place to start if if you're brand new in business. It's it may be might be if it might feel like too much of a place to start but if you're six months or one year or two years into your business Kajabi is a great time to it's a great time to consider Kajabi to streamline your business so I'm curious because I um, you were talking about how you you elevate people's online businesses that wow experience what would you say that you see is like the biggest mistake people make right when they're trying to do it themselves and they're just trying to like do it themselves, make their site, like, but it's obviously got to miss something, doesn't have that wow factor. If it's not converting to sales or whatever, what would you say is like the biggest mistake we're all making? Yes. The biggest mistake is that you're confusing your clients with how to start working with you. You know, how do you, how do they onboard with you? How do they sign into your, your, whatever you're offering in your business for, for, for sales and making that confusing. In, or having too many steps to to sign up, or it's just not clear, or it's they don't get confirmation emails that are clear. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like there's some things that I find that I'm interested in, and then it's like click this, click this, click this, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like want to make it easy, make it easy yeah. to get paid, make it easy for people to sign up with you. Right, yeah. and that's exactly what we just said. When things are too hard and complicated, we're like, right. I'm out, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You think so, that people, um, it's like too many steps or like they're like the way that they're, the language they're using, like the way they're wording things. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The lack of clarity, making it unclear. And for example, we had one, uh, one client example, uh, she had a membership and her onboarding process for somebody to sign up for that membership was 13 steps. I mean, it was just overwhelming that specific audience and that her clients and it was too confusing. Yeah. So that's a good example. It's it, that's very common. What I see is too many steps. Right. Maybe people think that they're trying to be so like, like too fancy and too, I don't know. I can't think of another word, but like simple is better. Everybody like <laughs> simple is best. It's yep. too, yeah, it was too many steps for the, the people signing up. And for her, it was too many manual steps you had to go yeah. manually make an invoice in PayPal, go and manually so sign up the person for the program and all that, all those manual steps is time. That yeah. is time you're wasting that you can streamline. Yeah. So right. say I'm, you know, relatively newer 
six plus months on. And I'm just at this place where I'm just like, you know, this is too many moving parts. I, I'm not getting, you know, the clients or the sales or whatever it is I'm looking for. I'm just, I, I don't even know where to begin. What would I do? And so they come across, you know, your, your website or your Instagram and reach out to you and just kind of walk us through like where and how would that like onboarding process to start up to really letting that woman know like, Hey, you're all good to go. Like you've got to have that confidence, you know, now go sell your stuff because you don't have to worry about getting tripped up in all the tech stuff because, you know, Elizabeth has you, she's figured it all out for you where all you have to do is show up and do what you love and hone your craft. And then the rest is automation and everything works out for you. So kind of just walk us through that because, you know, I think for, with, with our listeners, you know, there's so many female entrepreneurs out there or you know, even those who have the products and just looking for other ways and to increase the revenue streams. And sometimes we do get, you know, as creators, like tech really isn't our strength where creation is and being on that forefront of service. So I'd love to know, just kind of give me a full like overview of how this would look and why, you know, why the women would want to come to you. Like, what is that one, one sticking point that there's like, that's it. I got to hire Elizabeth. Yeah. The biggest, okay. The, the biggest one is that they feel scattered across many platforms. And most commonly, it's they want to streamline into one platform for themselves to make their life easier and to make their clients easier. So oftentimes, the first thing we look at when we start talking to somebody is what is their number one goal in the next six months or next three to six months? So what is your number one goal? It could be launching a new program or launching a course or something with your with your online business. Usually the goal it, related to sales, like, you know, not always, but some most of the time it's related to what are you going to sell or focus on. And then from that, it's it's very individualized on how do we break that break down that goal, tie it in with their own, like their online design and branding and tech presence and connect those two. So that's usually the starting point is identifying those goals. Then we evolve it into here's like the best plan of action for if it's Kajabi, like what do we specifically need to do there? For some people, it's okay, we're going to make a really wow experience for your clients for signing up for your course. So that would be broken down into the, the starting point of the sales page and then all the steps after that. So the checkout page, a thank you page the onboarding, welcome email, and then inside the course platform and making this all like a really great experience and with somebody signing up for that. Right. Yeah. And it's so important because again, like you don't really know what you don't know and, and having all those moving parts could also be, you know, obstacles in your way to getting you know, your business to where the level you want it to be, or really getting that visibility and your products visibility out there as well. And so I love that, you know, you take, you take the customer through the entire journey from start to finish. And it's not even just about your client's customer journey, but it's the client's customer journey, right? So Mm -hmm. you're kind of going like two steps further. And so asking your client, like, okay, what is the outcome? What is your customer's journey when they opt in or when they click you know, something to work with you or sign up or schedule a call, what is the next step? And so, you know, sometimes it could be difficult to see maybe more than the next two, three steps ahead of you. And I love that you help lay that out and have that design. So the strategy is actually built into your, you know, your program of, you know, onboarding. You say, listen, if this is where we're starting, 
this is how we're going to build it out. And I love that because not only are you showing the creator something visually that they can see, you're also allowing them to walk through the journey as if the customer was also opting in. And then you're both taking this journey together. So I, I love what you're doing because it is, it's, it's so many moving parts. And I think, you know, when we step into the world of like digital marketing, it can be overwhelming because like you said, you, you feel like you have to have a hundred different accounts and you're all, all these places, but yet as a business owner, are you the owner or are you the operator? And for many of us, we wear both hats. And so outsourcing that key important, the structure and the strategy is so important to your business. So you really can, as a business owner, step into that business, the overseeing view and be that CEO of your business versus the jack of all trades. So I, I love what you're doing. And it's just so, so, so helpful for entrepreneurs out there. And that's uh, you know, exactly why I love Kajabi, but you know, doing what you do to really help bring clarity and peace of mind for women in the online world is is amazing. So I, I commend you on that because it's, it's it's a lot of moving parts that even I'm just kind of like, whoa, I got to outsource this. So, Too yes. many moving parts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm curious to know, like once all that happens, um, you know, the setup and the onboarding and, you know, the, the client walks away with just really feeling confident that now they have the systems in place. They have the structure in place. And they can go back to just really doing what they're excellent at. And that's whether, you know, creating or being of service. So I love hearing like praises and testimonials. Like what is some of the biggest takeaways that your clients have just like given you thanks on? Yeah. Oh, that's such a great like perspective. And we hear a lot of positive words. And we we especially hear that they feel really confident with, they feel so confident with their launch that's the, and just the ease of their launch that they didn't have to worry about the the the, the number, like the long list of design and tech stuff that goes into a launch and just how easy and stress-free it was. Uh, that was recent testimony we heard. Another one was just the amount of time they gained back and the amount and, and that impacts the amount of of that they were able to show up on their their own social media for their own own audience. And they started getting increased visibility and increased followers and, you know, followers is maybe a vanity metric, but the increased visibility and, and impact was really great uh, response. And, and then the, like another great perspective is that people feel confident with using their, their website or their Kajabi platform. And that's what I always want to make sure is even after working with us, that somebody feels empowered to maintain what we've done and to make edits themselves and to continue what we've done so they don't feel overwhelmed, like they can't edit something or, or change something on their own later. Right. And I love that. You know, I I was, um, I, I guess I didn't even think of it from that perspective, but I love that because you're not just doing it for them. You're actually empowering them to do it themselves. So mm-hmm. you're teaching them alongside. So now that these, you know, the business owners are and operators together as one, are walking out with a new skill that might be not as polished and as sharpened as it is with what you do. But yet, like you said, if something needs to be changed, if you need a revision to an email, it shouldn't have to always go through you because, you know, really that's at the end of the day, it's that individual's business that, you know, needs to be refined. So I love that. It's such a great asset and tool, you know, to employ even into the business uh, owners as well. So I know that like you have, you create some amazing, amazing content and design. Like your design is incredible. When I was looking at 
you know, on your Instagram and just everything that when we were, when we were looking at, you know, preparing for this as well, this interview, we're like, oh my gosh, her, it's beautiful design. So you who are listening, you have to check it out and just say like, it's so simple. It's so chic. And it's just a beautiful creative design. And if that speaks to your business, you got to reach out to Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, for those who are listening, how can they follow you? How can they get in touch with you and just showcase your portfolio and your your creative art design and your background? Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, it's we love we love making things beautiful, but also strategic. And you know, I always say I want to make Kajabi not look like default Kajabi yeah. as well. <laughs> like that's why you're hiring a designer or, or a studio to, to make it look totally next level. And yeah, so the best way to reach me is at, on my Instagram, uh, Elizabeth Abrianova. It'll you be might want to spell notes. that. Yeah, you might want to spell that too. <laughs> so Elizabeth, and then last name is A-V-E-R-Y-A-N-O-V-A. It will be in so, the show notes. And then at our website at studioclassica.com. Wonderful. It. Mm-hmm. It yeah, and it's going to be so, so good for, you know, just our listeners to tap into the show notes and get access to Kajabi, get access to Elizabeth, access to your website. And so we're doing all the work for you. We're keeping it simple here because it's just one, one episode, one show note, and you have everything you need to create your business. So Elizabeth, if there's anything you want to leave our guests, what would that be? Just, uh, you know, words of wisdom or, you know, an empowerment or an inspirational quote, whatever you love, just leave our listeners with all the goodness that you bring. Yeah. So one of my favorite uh, like perspectives is just that wowing your clients really involves going the extra mile to create that really memorable, delightful experience that then they become customers or clients for life. Yes. A hundred percent. Love it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. And just we're, we're grateful to be in your presence and just learning a lot about how you show up and service your clients, how you show up and just take care of what you love to do. And that is just the creative design and, and just showing women how to do and be their best in their business as well. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.